Hello and welcome to Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. I'm your host, Carol Spencer. On this show, our goal is to provide as much education and awareness about autism as we can. And the one thing that we haven't done yet, which I think is very crucial to furthering our understanding about autism, is to talk to those individuals who actually have a diagnosis. And that's why I am so grateful to have Kyle Spengler. Hello. And, hello. And Alex Torres here today. Hello, Alex. Hello. To speak about their own personal experiences about autism. So welcome. And thank you for being willing to share your stories today. It's an honor to be here. I'm so glad that you're here. Okay, first of all, how do you refer to your diagnosis? What some people like to be called Asperger, some say autism. What do you prefer? Alex, how about you? Well, I just prefer just autism. I mean, I am I'm more high functioning than I was when I was younger because I had a lot of help, but I just prefer autism. Okay, and how about you, Kyle? I refer to mine as Asperger's syndrome. Okay. Which is a high-functioning form of autism. Okay. I want to make sure I get that right for the rest of the, okay. the interview. All right. So how, how old are you both now? 22. 22? 22. 22 as well. So when, how did you um, first learn about your diagnosis? Who explained it to you? My mom did. Your mom did? She explained it to me when I was like in second grade. Okay. She showed me a DVD Mm -hmm. about autistic people and I quickly referred to it and she said that I was diagnosed with Asperger's. Okay. And I didn't understand what that meant. I was too young at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So did she just continue to explain it as you got older, what Um, it was all about? Okay. And then how about you, Alex? What, uh, how did you learn about your diagnosis? How was it explained to you? Same thing, my mom. Um, she helped explain to me about what it is that I have, why it makes me different than other people. And then when I got older, I had, um, therapists from ABA to help me to understand it better. So that way I, um, it helps me learn more about myself. Okay. How old were you when you first, your mom first told you about it? Um, remember? I honestly don't know, but my good guess maybe somewhere around like before, like somewhere in the middle of when I was in elementary school. Okay. So at a pretty young age, but old enough to start to understand what it, what it's all about. Well, I didn't yeah. really like understand it more until between middle school and high school. Okay. Okay. Um, well, before you had uh, your explanation, did you have any kind of feeling that there was just something unique about yourself that was different from other children? Or not I didn't really? really feel like unique okay. or different from everyone else. But um, when I when I was like at a young age, I was like really smart. Okay. And that's not something that a normal person would do. Like, like when I was like really young. I learned how to multiply up to the 12 tables. Like I got up to 12 times 12 is 144, and that's not something that a typical person would do. No, not at a young age. No, no, no. no. (laughs) What about you, Alex? Is there anything that just kind of sticks out in your mind? Well, nothing too specific, but I guess most importantly is when um, um, when I was watching a lot of Disney movies, Mm -hmm. and I... um, I rewind some scenes and um, and start to mimic lines from the movies like um, Alice in Wonderland. My mom told me that when like um, when I was in one of my class, I repe- repeated the words "off of your head." Oh, over and, and over. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> in public? Um, when I was <laughs> when I was like I'm um, in a class, my teachers were shocked. I'd like they asked why I said that. 
I I did the exact same thing. Okay. Like, except I except I did it from uh, Pinocchio. Okay, that was yours. Yeah, that was yours. My son still will still do Sesame Street. My son also has autism. Seriously? Oh yeah, he will he will still sing some songs from nursery school. They get stuck in his head and. Yep. It happens. <laughs> it happens, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I know you, Alex, you talked about how you had some ABA therapy, which is a behavior therapy. Um, were there other therapies that you were involved in? Social Kyle? social skills. Social skills. And I'm, I'm, I also had um, o- occupational. Occupational therapy. We'll call it OT. Okay, okay. That's easy enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you had OT. And, and anything in addition to ABA? Well, I have ABA way before I went to um, elementary school, okay. so that way they can um, um, help me do well, well, like with others in the school. And then when I started going to school, I've been taking speech, social skills, and OT. Okay. And what what's therapy like for you? Do you ever feel like you're being pushed too hard or maybe you felt like that when you were younger or do you think it's all been worth it? It's all been worth it. It's all been worth it. How about you? Well, when I was younger, I kind of maybe felt out a little too pushed because when, for someone who's autistic, when they, um, when they've been pushed to learn more about things they don't know even more, they will either throw like a temper tantrum or cry a lot. I mean, that's what happened to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, I, I soon see that the, all those times that I was with my therapist, all those teachings that my parents were trying to tell me and. I learned they were actually really helpful. Right. So you learned how to cope with all the things that they were they were trying to get you to do. Yeah. Basically, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So tell me tell me about school. And I know you are both in college now, but you you know, you were in elementary school, high school. What was school like for you growing up? Um, maybe start with elementary and then how did it get how was it up until high school? Basically, it, it, throughout our um, school years, we were under autistic support, right, Alex? Um, yeah, uh, like um, when we don't have our regular classes, we do have autistic support. Right. It yes. Was required. Yeah. And I should say that both you, uh, Kyle, and Alex have known each other since kindergarten, before kindergarten. Yes. So we, we have two friends here. <laughs> so I just want to clarify <laughs> yeah. that. So you were in autistic support. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and throughout our years, we had um, aides to help us whenever we struggled. Okay. Um, were you out in the mainstream classes uh, with, with other peers, or were you always in the autism support classroom? Um, well, not, not short, back and forth, maybe? Uh, well, not always. I mean, yes, okay. we had a regular classes, but okay. like re- like most classes, we have to take um, that at a certain time. And, well, um, um, yeah, we took the time to learn about some stuff um, about – autism and how especially how we behave with people especially with our, our classmates okay because um they try to teach us um how to say things and do things that don't that that seems that that doesn't seem like offensive to some people okay like if you get what i mean yes i do understand what you're talking about and try to be more social of course because most right. people with autism they they don't know how to be as social as most regular people do they're right. pretty quiet what's that they're pretty quiet they're pretty quiet um is that is it because it's, there's there's so much that you have to try and interpret with a social situation? Is it just do they do they make you nervous at all, or not always? Mm. Well, that's okay. I straight off the script here with the, <laughs> with the question. Do you know what? Actually, let me go. Let me backtrack here with um, in school. Okay. You know we have 
we always hear so much, especially now about bullying and teasing. And I was mm. hoping I could ask, did, did anything like that, did you experience anything like that? And if you did, how, how did you handle it? I never have been bullied. Wonderful. I, I'm so I, happy to hear that. <laughs> I, I actually had, I had a lot of friends when I was at Wilson. Okay. And if there was ever a situation where that happened, like if someone mm. like bullied me, mm-hmm. those friends would have came and backed me up. Wonderful. So you had a very good support group there. Yes. And that's good to hear because, you know, we always hear things about kids that they're not nice to each other. But, oh, boy. Yeah. But um, what about you? Did you have any? Ins- uh- well, like Kyle, I never had bullies either or have been teasing or at least why I can remember. But um, there were times that like, um, well, most people with autism, they um, sometimes tend to say things or do things that may sound offensive to may sound offensive to people. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we're really trying to say. Like with people with autism, they say things or do things directly. Mm-hmm. And that may seem strange to some people that can either make them confused, mad, or frustrated. Right. So when you say direct, you mean you just say what's on your mind? Yeah. Like, um, like say, a like when I say you have a big nose, like that right. could be in like the other person will feel how their feelings hurt, but I wouldn't. And, and like, like, um, like by then I wouldn't knew that because right. I just see something or hear something and then it just comes out of my mouth directly right and you're not doing you're not meaning any offense you're just stating a fact mm-hmm. pretty much is that an example of using your filter you mean uh being able to just think okay i better not say this yes yes i think that's a perfect example of using your filter yeah absolutely um well you talked about some of the challenges of of having autism you know maybe saying things a little bluntly or, or directly. Were there any other challenges that you had growing up related to that, to the diagnosis? Was there anything else? Uh, um, socials? Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> um, yeah, well, one of the things is like um, like socials. I mean, that's why Kyle, ha- Kyle and I had social skills. Um, because people with autism, they, um, they have trouble interacting with other people because they have always like their own certain interests especially mm-hmm. when it's um something they're really into like um like if i really like disney a lot more and all mm-hmm. i ever talk about is disney okay and if i'm with a friend they um they either get bored or tired but i still want to keep talking about it okay and, um that may be hard to maintain a friendship because part of um trying to learn to be social is also to maintain friendships and to understand right what they hate like and what they do because if you keep because if you keep keep on um saying the stuff that you like even though if it's unintentional or anything then right. you just end up pushing them away right and you have i guess you had to learn that conversation is back and forth yeah you, know, you have to listen to what they say answer their questions and the same goes back to them and one of the others is actually how the the reaction and tones like if something mm-hmm. changes because um I mean, change is hard for a lot of people, but mm-hmm. people with autism, that's 10 times harder because if even if there's a slight change, like if, mm-hmm. like if something changes on the menu of a food that you like, mm-hmm. um, um, you may, um, most people with autism, they kind of either like throw a fit or mm-hmm. get really upset. And when we take these, these classes for behavioral skills, social mm-hmm. skills, and all that kind of stuff, um, that way we can behave, behave, behave better. Okay. That's one thing. That that's one thing I don't like. 
What's that? Like what Alex said, like even the tiniest little thing Mm -hmm. or change can result in something big, like a big fit. Okay. Um, will that happen to you now or have you developed some coping skills? I, de- I developed coping skills. You did, through those social skills classes yes. and all yes. that. Okay, well, we soon have to wrap up here, so I'm going to ask one final question before okay. we end. Um, I would love everybody to hear what you two are doing now and what plans do you have for the future? Cur- I know you said you're both in college. So yes. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, uh, yes, currently both um, Alex and I are attending Iraq. Okay, for... Uh, I'm doing general studies. I'm Alex. What are you doing? Well, I'm um, studying in um, for writing and art. Wonderful. Really? <laughs> you didn't know? No. no. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you, Do you have any plans of what you want to do when you're finished with college, as a potential job, or is that still? Um, do you want to start, yeah. Kyle? Or? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. I'm hoping to find um, employment. Okay. In the data field. Okay. So something more technical. Uh, yeah, yeah, like working with computers. Okay, and then Alex? Well, I really like to be an author and illustrator because when I was younger, I never really liked books. I thought they were just boring. But as I got older, my interest in books changed. And well, I want to write stories such as fantasy, coming of age, something that appeals to like all ages. Right. And as for illustration, like I've always liked arts probably since um, like when I was really younger. I love you're not alone yeah <laughs> and, yeah and sketching and as i got older i got a chance to um see my art advance and i want people to see um my art skills because in a way when words can't art is a way for it for people to get to see what's what's in my mind and what i'm trying to say all right well i'm going to be looking for your book in the future your, <laughs> I'm sure, or your art somewhere. That's uh, that's wonderful. All right. Well, we are not finished with Kyle and Alex just yet. Uh, we'll be continuing this conversation on our next podcast. So I want to thank Kyle and thank you, Alex, for being here today. It's I think it's been very enlightening for our listeners. And I want to thank everyone else for taking the time to listen to their stories. So until next time, this is Autism Society of Berks County, Inspiration and Impact. For more information, visit us at AutismSocietyOfBerksCounty.org, join our Facebook page, Autism Society of Berks County Members Group, and check us out on Twitter, at Berks Autism. That was-